Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your presence. Um, and I just want to start by saying Happy Republic Day. Uh, it is the end of the Republic Day for you guys, or should I say beginning of the 27th, but uh, it was Republic Day for me today, and I'm just saying that I do the podcast in the evenings, and so that's why I, I, I'm a little bit late for you guys, and I, I hope you had a great, great day. It was the 74th Republic Day for India. Great day for patriotism, great day for India. Um, we've come a long way. And we're really, really happy at where we are. And of course, we always want to be better. But besides, you know, besides being better, besides all of this, we there's always scope for improvement. And life goes on. We're currents and waves. It never stops. So we don't have to get too excited about it. Just keep the balance. And that's what's important. And we're alive. We're doing well. And we'll get there. We'll get better. And it's a day to be positive, to say thank you. These days are there to stop. And say thank you to each other. Thank you to life. Thank you for giving us what life gives us. Because if we don't say thank you, life will not give us any more. Life's going to say, well, you know what? I, you're not saying thank you. And you're not appreciating what I have. I'm giving you. Why should I give you any more? So it's very important to say thank you. Very, very, very important. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not hesitate to do that. Take time off your life to stop. Reflect on what you've achieved, reflect on what the country's achieved, reflect on the strengths, your strengths, your individual strengths, the country's strengths. What can you do better? Uh, small ways, just small, small ways, small baby steps. Don't have to be very big. And and what what were your mistakes of the past? What can you change going forward? Uh, like we take um, a New Year's resolution. We need to take resolutions for... Uh, Republic Day, what can I do for my country? Small steps that I couldn't do before, what can I change now? And that, my dear friends, is very important. If all of us can do that, if 1.4 billion Indians can do that, and, and all the Indians all over the world, we will be a better country, we will be a better world. And who, wherever you are on the planet, if, you're, if you are Indian or not Indian, what can you do as a human being to make yourself better uh, today and the next coming here? What are the goals you'd like to do? Small things that you've learned from the past, from the previous day or previous year. What are the mistakes you made? What are the, the your strengths? And what can I put it together and change just a little bit? It doesn't have to be a whole lot, just a little bit. And, and work on it and, and say thank you. It is important to say thank you. We never ever say thank you. And this day is important for us to stop to pause to reflect and to say thank you to life to the energies of the world for what's given us me particularly i was very very sick and that's why i took a three months break because i did not have a voice i was very sick in hospital uh on the oxygen and everything and it was very difficult for me so Today is my day to say thank you to life. Thank you for giving me another chance. Um, thank you for being there for me. Thank you to all my friends who worked for me, helped me uh, and struggled so that I may be better during this time of illness. And I did not come out of it myself. Um, and, and what am I going to do better? I'm going to do more research. I'm going to talk about my mistakes and what can we learn from it. And I'm going to spread it and give it to the people around me and um, I am definitely going to be working more harder on my individual uh, um, 
life to to uh, regain my health, to regain my financial health, my uh, my mental health, my uh, physical health, biological health, and work on that. And maybe do a little volunteer work this year because I haven't done volunteer work in three years or more than that. And I want to do a little volunteer work this year. That is my goal to give back. And it'll be really, really important for me, really great if I can do it. So a little bit of volunteer work will be great for me. And I hope I can do that this year. And I, I'm definitely going to work on that. Um, I, I tried to do it last year, but then I got sick and it was really, really difficult. So this year, by, by uh, the summer, I want to be doing volunteer work. And I hope that you can do something from your end if you're not already doing it. And so let's get down to the podcast today. So today's podcast is on Vedic cosmology. Okay. Uh, I thought that doing something positive instead of doing something negative, we're going to do something positive for this Republic Day. We're going to spread the word of our uh, famous of our famous culture, Vedic cosmology. Okay, I have posted um, the site, uh, the write up on my Facebook page, Religions, Regimes and Refugees. And uh, I got it from the Worldwide Hindu Temples. That's Worldwide Hindu Temples that was posted on the 23rd of January. And if you're not subscribed to it, do subscribe to this, this Facebook uh, group. And they have a lovely thing about cosmology today. So I thought I would read that um, for you, for those who don't have access. Um, and we'll go through it. It's fantastic, really fantastic. And, uh, you know, I hope that uh, we can spread this as much as possible, learn about our ancestors, about what we had, and we'll go from there. So according to Vedic philosophy, our soul takes birth in different worlds, okay, uh, based on the laws of karma, okay. The actions you do from time you are born in any world to the time you die, your soul carries this information, experience, learning, uh, valuables, and evolves based on that vibrating as a certain frequency because everything is stored in our DNA. So our DNA is like a, a chip, a microchip that goes on for millions and billions of years and just continues. Your soul frequency is will match one of the realms... Uh, where you will be born. Okay, so the Gayatri Mantra has chronicled in the Rig Veda, in the Artha Veda, uh, Shiv, Shiva Puranas and Vishvu, Vish, Vishnu Purana, chapter 7, defines 14 worlds not to be confused with planets. Uh, seven higher worlds and seven lower worlds. The higher worlds are the seven uh, Yeratis. I can't pronounce it, V-Y-A-H-R-T-I-S. That is Bhu, Bhuvas, Swar, Maha, Ganya, Tapas, and Satya. So this is the higher worlds, okay? Um, the world that is ruled, this world is ruled by Brahma, the creator. Brahma is the creator. And the lower world, the seven, uh, at, the seven uh, Patalas, that's the uh, Atala, Vitala, Sutala, Rasatala, Talata, Mahatala, and Patala. So the Satya Loka, the infinite existence, the universe, okay, the universe, um, the top of the universe is the, that the Satya Loka is the infinite existence. Now the top of the universe, that is the Brahmanda. Brahmand is, means universe, the cosmic egg, of or the universe, um, 
as we have in modern science, the same thing, it's called uh, the cosmic egg or the Brahmanda. As for the Puranas, the Satya Loka uh, is the abode of Brahma, the creator. Some Puranas describe Brahma as residing in a cosmic egg, the egg of the Brahma, Brahma or Brahmanda, because this cosmos uh, is, um, what can I say, this cosmos is... Um, it's like an egg shape. Our cosmos is, is shaped like an egg. So uh, that egg, uh, we call it the, the egg of the Brahma, the, 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 the cosmos. In English, it's just called the cosmos because this cosmos is in a galaxy and the galaxy is in another galaxy. So this cosmos, which is in a, um, which is in a galaxy, it's called, it, it's, it, there's a word for it in English. And I'm going to look for the word, uh, but... Uh, absolutely, it is uh, in English. It's called an egg, okay? Uh, the egg of the cosmos. Um, now, this vibrates as the highest frequency to anything that will be that will be ever known. Longevity, um, current uh, current age is fifty years. The first day, which is. Uh, 155.5 trillion uh, human years, which is the current age of the universe. Uh, so when we say 50 years, it doesn't mean 50 human years. Uh, it's looking at 155.5 trillion human years. So that's the Satya Loka, the, the infinite existence, the universe itself. Um, the Tapa Loka is the unconscious, so, um, so the, the second one is the Tapa Loka, the infinite conscious, okay, uh, the universal press, the infinite conscious, your consciousness, but it's infinite, the second highest part of the universe, okay, um, at four times uh, the distance, between the two last lies the tapa loka, the sphere or penance, inhabited by deities called uh, vibrajas, who are unconsumable by fire. The tapa lokas is described as the greater than or beyond or above, and the ganya loka, uh, above the ganya loka. It is thus the world of galaxies visible to us only. Uh, in, visible to us, including the Milky Way galaxies. Uh, the inhabitants of this world of the galaxies thus would be people belonging to the intergalactic civilization. If the nar narration is to be believed, they are the deities known as Vibarajas, who are consumable, unconsumable by fire. The beings who live here sometimes act as a bridge to connect the universe uh, and sometimes act as a part of the creator itself. Uh, the longevity from the time of, of reaching this realm till the time the creator exists is between 1 and 99%. So this is a tapa loka. As we said, uh, this whole cosmology is seven, uh, is, is between two loka, uh, is between, um, is two, uh, two worlds, the upper world, the uh, upper heavens, and the underworld, the lower ones, okay? So we're doing the seven upper worlds. We have the Satya Loka, the Tapa Loka, which is the second. The third one is the Ganya Loka. So in finite, delight, observable universe presence. So that at twice that distance is situated the Ganya Loka, where the Sanadana and other 
pure-minded sons of Brahma reside. Ganya Loka is recited, is described greater than Maharloka. Is its dust contains Maharloka, the world of stars uh, visible to us. The spirit beings have all the knowledge uh, about every realm that exists above and below them. Um, known about existence itself and the universe combined, but are still curious to learn more. They can travel anywhere in the universe at the speed of thought. They, the spirits, don't even need a physical or any form to exist. And they are more than aware definition of awareness um, and lost in the beauty of existence. The longevity of this planet, of this uh, this conscious, this universe, um, is 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 um, three point eleven trillion years. So the next one is the Maharloka, the realm of heaven, uh, infinite existence, start, reset, intergalactic presence. Above Dhruva, at the distance of ten million leagues, lies the sphere of what we call, we can call a saints or Maharloka, the inhabitants of which dwell in throughout a kalpa or the day of Brahma. Maharloka is described as the place where saintly souls, as per Vishnu, and is, con- um, is, and is considered as greater than the Suvarloka, um, which is heaven or Janat, where ordinary people's souls go to death. The souls of the uh, seven ancient sages reside here, which uh, with a watchful eye on the activities of the humanity on earth. The world of greatest saints, they are they are they reside here. They are the powerhouse of the galaxy, which makes the galaxy exist. Uh, they are instincts of heaven, instincts of that space. Um, of the finite existence, um, they are fully under- They fully understand the concept of one single soul that is Brahman. Uh, inhabitants of the Maharloka will thus belong to an in- interstellar civilization. All the twenty-seven nakshastras known to the ancient Indians too belong uh, belongs to this Maharloka. Longevity three point eleven trillion years. Uh, we have the Swarloka, okay, the finite conscious uh, or the galactic presence, the Swarloka or the Suvarloka, the solar system, uh, the interval between the sun and the Dhruva extending 1400,000 leagues is called by those who are acquainted with the system of the universe, the heavenly sphere. Suvarloka is described as the regions of space beyond Buvarloka. Some t- some description makes it uh, make makes it a planet inhabited by the devas, uh, with their king Indra. Some references make it equivalent to Swarga, the what we call in 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 biblical times a biblical heaven or uh, Abrahamic faith Jannat, uh, where good souls go after death to reap the benefits of the of karma. Some Puranic uh, references equate Swarvaloka to the solar system. Uh, as for these, the Swar, Swar, Swarvaloka is consistent 
consisted of nine subdivisions or sectors called Dhruva Mandala, Sunny Mandala, Brihaspati Mandala, Angarakala Mandala, Sukara Mandala, Buddha Mandala, Nakshastra Mandala, Chandra Mandala, and Surya Mandala. As for the inhabitants of Suarloka, the human beings are one among them. They are beings, the, the, the beings here are connected with the single consciousness that limits the possibility of any wrongdoings. Um, it is believed all th- minor 33 million Hindu deities live here. Lord Indra rules here. You are free from old age, diseases, earth, realms, worries, pleasure. However, the devils are, who are jealous of life are here. Some deities, other deities live here. The deity of air, Agni, Vayudev. Uh, you automatically land in this heaven once you accept the non-physical uh, existence completely and are so much in control of yourself that you are able to make new objects, physical out- objects out of nothing, more like a minor creator. Uh, longevity, 4.32 billion years. It's basically where we are right now. Okay. Uh, so the next one is Boover. Uh, the Bhuvar Loka, the realm of consciousness, realization of existence, uh, the solar presence. The air, the atmosphere that begins here don't have a physical existence but need a medium to exist. Hence can live in the air in the form of spirits. They are everywhere on earth and the solar system uh, and have to decide where they are ready to leave the physical world forever and go to the Swar Loka and come back to the Bu Loka and live uh, on the earth realm um, and want to experience physical life. Uh, they live on one, sorry, they live, uh, live one more life on earth. These beings who come back to earth realm want to experience physical life as Earth is the last and therefore the most fragile of the physical existence. In this loka, being, beings can observe everything, past, present and future of Earth, but in no way interact with physical worlds. Longevity, 306.72 million years. Uh, so besides the Bhuvar loka, we have uh, also uh, the Bu loka. Okay, uh, which is the planetary presence. So this is the, the planet, uh, the realm of Earth, the region that extends from Earth to the sun, uh, in which the Siddhas and the celestial beings move in the atmospheric sphere. The sixth one, the Bhuvar Loka, is identified with Earth's atmosphere and sometimes with the space which is the immediate neighborhood of Earth. In the other words, the Bhuvar Loka is the near-Earth um, space, including Earth's atmosphere. This, this is the region where all the aircrafts fly and where the artificial satellite space station that orbit around the Earth are situated. This region can re-equate it to geospace, the space dominated by Earth's magnetic field. Um, Vibrates as medium frequency, the realm where attention to the physical world is still relevant and existing, and you can sep- and you can experience it. There are many planets with with life that exist in the realm 
uh, Earth being just one of these. The realm gives us the balance between attraction and liberation, prophecy and spirituality. Uh, life on Earth is a life for just 12 hours a day. Uh, life on Earth is a life for just 12 hours of a day of the Creator. Uh, the, 12 creator the 12 Creator hours can be divided into 14 Mahavantras. Um, and each Mahavantra has a total of 71 Yuga cycles. Currently, we are the seventh Mahavantra at the 28th Yuga cycle. Each Yuga cycle longevity is 4.32 million years. For simplicity, 12 creator hours can be divided into 1,000 cycles of four Yugas. So that is the upper world, okay, it's the seven upper worlds. We go down to uh, the lower world, the realm of the underworld, the unconscious material world. So we start with the Atla Loka, the finite lust, um, subplanetary lunar presence. The beings here are immortal, free from old age and disease, and live a life that they ever that they ever wanted to live. Human uh, humans during the um, early stages of development indeed lived in caves and that went as deep as one kilometers into the upper crust uh, of the earth. Several anomalies and submerged alien spacecraft have, and submerged cities are reported to, as for UFO literature, as situated underground and sometimes beneath oceans, under the bottom of the continental lakes, underground cave networks, and thus there are these are thus located in Atala, or upper crust, or Vitala, the lower crust. So Vitala is the finite ignorance, okay, the astro asteroidal presence. The beings here uh, generally live longer and healthy life compared to Earth. From the success angle ever, even the richest on Earth will be very small compared to the poorest in this um Real. The idea of spirituality is lost here and people are a never-ending race where no limit anything is ever even sufficient for them to give satisfaction. A population of successful people are living a very highly dissatisfied life. So Talaloka uh, is the next one. Here, uh, the beings are turning evil to satisfy the materialistic pleasures. Right becomes wrong and wrong becomes right. Needless to say, you do to the right thing. Uh, this is nothing called, there is nothing called spirituality. It is all who uh, gets the highest possession of materialistic pleasures and calls himself God. Um, so the next one is Tala Talaloka. The beings here live a kind of life as the Atalaloka. The difference is this time your soul is living in someone else's illusion considered to be originating from you. Your soul is literally inside a prison now and completely unaware of it. This doesn't mean beings won't be living in castles uh, made of precious stones built above the cloud. So that's um, one of the locas. So the we come next to the Maha uh, Tala Loka. Uh, the molecular presence, a world populated by Nagas who fear the Garuda, uh, the eagle. Um, also a place where huge snakes suddenly and often appear from underground and anybody can be abducted and killed at the same time. Every second is precious, hence beings live peacefully with each other and the world is full of imposters though. The next one is the Rasatala Loka. Um... 
the home of devils this is a world of constant war if your soul doesn't move to the above realms there will be infinite times you will be born and die not not a good death over and above again for materialistic desires everybody hates everybody uh, be it even god even after having most of the treasure life will still be in scarcity but tala loka is the next one and the last one the darkest place of the world, the deadliest of the snakes live here. Also, the richest realm keeps this world shining. Though by Nagas themselves, it is perceived differently by different people. The most mysterious loka of all. The deities say this is the most beautiful realm existing. Demons, on the other hand, couldn't speak what they experienced like a shattered soul. Therefore, the above 14 lokas constitute 14 worlds of Brahma as mentioned in the Bhagavata Purana. Some versions of the Vedic text state that good and bad deeds neutralize each other and soul therefore is born in either heaven or hell, but thought the good and bad deeds don't cancel out each other. In either case, the soul acquires a body, um, that means the spirit, the energy field acquires a body as appropriate to the world it enters. Um, at the end of the soul's time in the world, it returns to the earth, is reborn as a life, on, life form on the earth. Uh, it is considered that only from the earth and only from after a human life can a soul reach supreme salvation. The state free from the cycle of birth and death, a state of absolute and eternal bliss. Your imagination is a reality. It is more attractive than the heaven realms and in many religions considered to be true definite definition of heaven. However, this is like being locked inside one's own imagination where one can set up, where after a certain limit, the path guidance towards true meaning starts becoming desire. Imagine listening to your same favorite music, eating the same food, talking about the same favorite things. The one who wants to seek an answer comes to Buloka. Uh, since there's no pain or sadness here, the value of pleasure and happiness decreases over time. And after saturation level um, uh, being relatively less happy than yesterday will be the reason to inflict pain to yourself and unknowingly. And this keeps growing if not checked. Since pain doesn't kill, pain may become a new pleasure. Um, so basically... That is the long and the short of the story of the Vedic uh, cosmology. It's made up of 14 worlds in our universe and our galaxies. Uh, I'll just go through it quickly. The Brahma Loka, Tapa Loka, Ganya Loka, Mahal Loka, um, Swarva Loka, and the Jam Jambu Dwipa Loka. Uh, and then you have the lower, uh, the earthly world that's the Bu Loka. Okay, and then you go down um, lower to the lower worlds where you have um, the underworld, the Vitala Loka, uh, you're sorry, the Atala Loka, the Vitala Loka, the Suttala Loka, you have the Mahatala Loka, uh, the Rasatala Loka, the Tata. Tala Tala Loka, um, and you have the Patala Loka. And basically, that is the last of it. Um, 
it's a little bit difficult to put into words uh, when you have someone talking about it on a podcast because you have to see a picture of it. So if you have uh, time, go on to my Facebook page, Religions, Regimes and Refugees. You can take a look at it. You can understand it. This, my dear friends, is Vedic cosmology. And if you see the Abrahamic religions have taken from this and they only have heaven and hell. But there are different other worlds because we know that. We know that ours is not the only world. And there are different realms, as we say. And uh, absolutely, uh, uh, keep yourself abreast about this. It is very, very interesting. It is our ancients who talk about this. And we know that science has... um, told us that this is true. Uh, today we know that there are galaxies and further galaxies. We know that there are caves on the ground world below the earth, the continental uh, tectonic plates. We know that there are um, below the earth there are um, you know lakes below the earth's surface, water levels, uh, water reservoirs below the earth's surface. So there's plenty, plenty, plenty there that we don't know, but we know this has been um, this, my dear friends, has modern science has uh, taken to be uh, true. Not maybe all of it, but a lot of it. And this is very important for you to know, to know how it matches with our ancient world and what they thought about us, what they thought about science and what we think about science today. And so I will leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm sorry if I was not very clear because I tried my best. It's t- tongue twisting. But I, exp- I hope that you will read it on my Facebook page and go from there. The site is Worldwide Hindu Temples and they promote the knowledge of our ancestors. It's a great, great site and I would ask you to, uh, yeah, absolutely, um, you know, tag on to them and uh, subscribe because they are uh, brilliant. So thank you once again. Have yourself a great day. I hope you had a great uh, Republic Day and a great weekend to come. Cheers and take care.